Yeehaw! What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. This is your boy, Ben Jammin, back in the building again with Matt and Dylan. We're here to conduct another draft for your listening pleasure. Thanks for coming to Mount Draftmore, y'all. Well, you are quite welcome. Hell yeah. I was thinking the listener, you chump. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we got got fun podcasts today. We're doing TV movie vehicles. Mm Mm-hmm. Not animated though. No, no. These have to be real vehicles. Real deal. Real vehicles. These shits had to actually drive. That's right. Is there any other like qualifiers for what we're af- actually drafting? They have to be specific. When you, yeah. we all know you're already thinking Batmobile. We are too. But it needs to be a specific version of the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. You don't get all the Batmobiles. That's unfair. We got to say make and model, or year or, and model, or at least or as whatever. specific as you could possibly get. Yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like which which if you're picking a Batmobile, which movie was this Batmobile? Yeah, who's the Batman show? I guess. Yeah, it's a question. But yeah, it should be a pretty fun little yeah. ride. Everyone's got experience with those classic TV movie cars. Oh yeah, you always oh, see them. You're yeah. like, oh, I wish I could have that. Well, a car even takes on a personality of its own. Mm-hmm. How it, often do people name their vehicles? You know. Well, and, and, and like some of these TV shows and movies, like the car is a character. You know. It's true. Look at Lightning McQueen. Exactly. Ka-chow. He's both. <laughs> Damn it. He's Ka-chow. animated. I can't pick him. Oh, iconic. Iconic. Mount Draftmore. Like our podcast, Mount Draftmore. That's where you're listening to. Mount Draftmore. See if they made like if they made like a live action cars, you could pick it. God, how dope would that be? Mm-hmm. Ooh, would it be good? Actually, I don't know, man. <laughs> It'd be so like weird. Speed racer. It just could be uncanny. But what Valley. if it was like a live action where like there was a dude named Lightning McQueen and he drove a car? So it's like, uh, well, so it's basically Steve McQueen. Yeah, exactly. But like they play out the so, plot. It's just like with people who drive cars, but they're not. They aren't cars. So it's like Talladega Nights. How trippy would that be? It's like, okay, this white guy named Lightning McQueen. He gets lost. Driving a red car. (laughs) Gets stuck in like Podunk Town. A Fruit 66. It could work. It would be a good movie, honestly. It'd be very compelling. I feel skeptical, but I will watch. The guy, but then you get weird stuff like Tow Mater. So wait, hold on. He's a tow truck driver. Yeah, he's a tow truck driver, but his name is Tow Mater. Or no, his name (laughs) would just be, it'd just be Mater. Mater? Mater. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was his name anyway. Mater. Toe Mater, but without the tuh. Oh. Well, I missed that. Yeah, and you could still have No, Hick. his name is Mater. But. Oh. Hick do it. <laughs> Luigi. He's just an Italian tire shop owner. I feel like you have to have Larry the Cable Guy come back oh, yeah. to play yeah. Mater. And he just like, yeah, he just kind of keeps following around Lightning Queen. Like, hey, man. <laughs> you get Owen Wilson to come yeah. back as Lightning. Yeah. See, see, it would be a good, it would be a good live action movie. I'm telling what you. is the, his phrase? Oh my wow. God. wow! Wow! Oh my God! How about that? He's got his soundbite in Loki, and when Disney like edited it together, it, you can just tell it's multiple soundbites put together. <laughs> this is my first time in the Marvel universe. Like, okay, all right. He didn't actually <laughs> say all those words at the same time. Yeah, like edit. Just get him to say it. Yeah. You don't have to edit it all together. It already works for you, yeah. Okay, but before we can get this draft started, you know, we got to do a dice roll, and we're off the mountain today. We're at a guest mountain. We're at a neighboring mountain, mm-hmm. Mount Draft Drafts More More. I don't know. We're, we're at the, uh, if it's if the original war room's the war room, this is like, is this like the war chest? 
Yeah, a little small, a little smaller, a little bit, a little yeah. bit different. You know, I like that the war chest or the boardroom. Maybe it's the boardroom. Ooh, yeah, yeah. The, okay. We're in the boardroom. We're, we're making board executive room. decisions. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Executive decisions. Well, before we can draft, we have to do the dice roll, and I brought the dice with me from Mount Draftmore. Yeah. So let's get this. Let's get this thing going here, Dylan. You can roll first. Come on, Bishop. Oh, he went oh. back to the name. Twenty-three. That's. I mean, it worked. It did it worked. work. 21. Oh. Dude. I might be back in the wraparound, What's baby. In the wraparound. Yeah, four. Four, you yep. boys in the wraparound. Hmm. We're not even going to get to the climax of this cut, but that's okay. We don't need it. You know what it is. Where we're going, you don't need the end of songs. Yeah, that would definitely that needs to get picked. Yeah. <laughs> Come on now. If you're not picking up on what that reference is from, then watch a freaking movie, you losers. Round. We love one. you. Well, I guess I'm going first. Yeah, what you got? Oh man, I'm I'm nervous. Okay. I'm going with what I think is probably the most iconic car on this list. The nineteen eighty one DeLorean. Damn yep. you. And you al- took that reference. Also Also is probably the worst car on this list. Cause that sucker it was notoriously slow. And uh, it was only in production for like about three, five years, something very, like that. Very yeah. small amount of time. Um, it looked cool as hell, though. Looks super cool. Um, but I mean, the impractical nature of your doors opening that way can't be. It can't be. It a, was ahead of its say. time, you know, because that's part, pretty popular now. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, like if you have like expensive, really expensive cars, you're not worried about people parking next to you. You're just looking for baller stuff. I, I feel like those doors would get in the way. Like, Mercedes definitely makes, like, a cool car that does that. Huh. And they did back in the 60s, too. Like, there's an original Mercedes that had the... I think was, Those aren't suicide doors, but they're, like... Yeah, they are. They are suicide doors? Oh, no, wait, you're right, you're yeah. right. Suicide doors open up backwards. Yeah. They don't open, like, topward. Like a Lamborghini door. Yeah. Okay, I've got... It, yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got some facts. Um... About the DeLorean. Save your facts for the stats, bro. Oh, should I say halftime stats? Well, they're okay. I don't, right. I don't later. know. I mean, you let can, me let you me just give, us some, but. give a taste test. Okay, uh, the body of the DeLorean made from food grade stainless steel. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it looks like a cooking sheet. Yeah, yep. uh, t- <laughs> I'm getting this from Thrillist. Um, terrifyingly, the best way to clean it was with like gasoline. <laughs> So just spray some gasoline on it and, uh, you know, and, and take a scotch bright pad to it. Um, that's via the owner's manual, by the way. A scotch bright pad and gasoline to spot clean it. That's what it says? That's what the owner's manual says. Jesus, what a baller ass car. I know. You clean your car with soap. <laughs> you call that masculine. This smells like pure gasoline. <laughs> That's like is that, that sounds like a Ron Burgundy line. I yeah. clean my cars with pure gasoline. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a taste. I'll bring more facts about the DeLorean later. Nice. But it was, of course, shall we say, in Back to the Future, where it was famous for if you hit 88 miles an hour, uh, then you go back in time. Where we're gone, we don't need roads. Yeah, that's right. Until you do. Could you yeah. actually drive that car 88 miles an hour? I think it like I think that might have been its max. I mean, it That's was oddly specific. It maybe its max was like eighty. It was not a fast car. One hundred and ten miles an hour 100? is its fastest. One hundred and ten, dude! Holy shit! Zero to sixty in nine point five seconds. That's slow. Holy shit! It's so slow. 
Damn. So, yeah, obviously not a fast car if it's struggling to get up to 110. How does it look that fast and it is so slow? It's made from food-grade steel. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... It's just above, like, if you go to get one, you can find it above the pans, the cooking pans in uh, in, in your local home department store. I wonder what the average cost of a DeLorean is today. Ooh, that's a good question. There's not that many of them out there, so they got to be decently priced, you'd think. There was one time before we went to grad school, so this was pre-2018, when I was working at the alternative school over in Kirkland, one morning I was driving to work and I was right like on the freeway. What is that bridge? 520 going into Kirkland from Seattle, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was on 520 and right next to me, DeLorean cruise right past with the out of time license plate. <gasps> and I pulled out my phone, took a picture yeah. of it to snap to my wife. Yeah. And I had no service. So I got that. The snap where it's just perpetually sending yeah. all oh day. God. And I'd never saved the image and it never got sent to my wife. So I went home later that day and I was like, did you see that DeLorean? She's like, what are you talking about? Damn. Well, I sent you a snap. Didn't get it. And then I could, I had no evidence. That it was, was like, like the real life version of Marty disappearing into the photo. Dude, really? You lived the movie. That's crazy. <laughs> um, I guess DeLoreans today... I mean, I don't know. I'm getting different costs here. I'm saying you might pay thirty five, forty five thousand. I'm seeing a hundred thousand. But back in the day, it was twenty nine thousand, almost twenty, almost thirty thousand dollars. Which is today that would be about with inflation about eighty grand. That was in the eighties, eighty two. Yep. Damn. Just for a little reference, in eighty two, you could buy a souped up Corvette for eighteen grand. So you're imagine you show up to a party with a DeLorean. And you get a Corvette showing up next to you. I yeah. mean, and the girl who's hosting the party is like, "You got that weird car from that movie?" <laughs> Corvette guy's like, "Man, your car ain't even fast." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but mine was mine's a time machine. But stainless steel, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can cook cookies on this bitch in the summer. <laughs> That's it is it is an iconic car though. It, it is, is. eighty two Corvette top speed. What two? Huh? Oh, never mind. Yeah, That's kilometers. Oh, okay. Whoa, whoa! Had to wipe that whoa. sweat. I was like, Jesus, 213, 132 miles an hour. It's got twenty two extra mph under that hood. Oh my god! For like ten thousand less. Wow. Decisions, decisions. Well, at least uh, the DeLorean can take you back in time or forward in time, depending on which uh, part you're watching. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Just make sure to bring an extra fuel rod. Yep. Yeah, what is it made of? Uranium. <laughs> <laughs> you need. You make sure your flux capacitor is functioning properly. See, and in the second movie, they remedy that because they're like, "Oh, this thing works on all biodegradable yeah, shit." It's got a Mister Fuel in the back. Okay, yeah. but then what happens in the third movie when it's like, "Oh, we put, actually we need gasoline for this." Yeah, it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, oh, hold whoa, on, whoa, whoa, whoa. what happened to the future fuel here?" The yeah. oil companies got involved. That's there, what happened. There were banana peels in the past. They could have yeah. used that to power. Nope. Nope. Sorry, I can't do it. Sorry. Can't do it. Sorry, Charlie. Didn't they end up using logs? No, that was for the train, wasn't it? Because they they ended up using the train spoilers, the train to go back in time. The train becomes a time machine. People try to hate on that one, but I'm just going to bring it out. Like, you can't hate on that. It was fine. It's not Back to the Future 3. It's Back to the Future 
part three. Yeah. One, two, and three are all just one super long movie. Yeah, it's just one bro- saga. You got to watch them together. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. And the third one is super fun. You go back to the Wild West, man. Yeah, it, it's corny and it's fun. If you don't like cowboys, you can fuck right off this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. If you don't like cowboys, you can... You can Express your hate on your social media feeds. Yeah, yeah it's fact, okay. Let Talk us know about, about it. it. Yeah, let us know how much we suck and then tell your friends so they can hear us how much we suck, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, These sons of bitches, <laughs> they like that third Back to the Future, see? They like going back to the West, see? <laughs> All right, well, Matt. pretty good mm-hmm. pick. I didn't think that was going to go first. It's a good one, though. It's it a is good a, one. I honestly, one. I my argument is it's the McDonald's pick, but I don't know. Prove me wrong, guys. Prove me wrong. All right, well, with mine, I'm going to go with the 1969 Dodge Charger, the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard. Iconic. Iconic. You know, they used over 300, like 300 of these cars in the filming of that TV series. <laughs> I mean, they it... were always jumping it. And that's why it made this car badass is that like, so for a lot of the jumps where they're jumping over like the river, they're like, oh, those Duke boys did it again. Uh, they'd uh, have to put like between 500 and a thousand pounds of like sandbags in the trunk to get the ballast right. Otherwise oh, wow. the nose of the car would have dipped because this is again, a 1969 muscle car that all the weight is in the front because the engine's huge. Right. So they had to counterbalance it. And then as you can imagine how many of those damn things wrecked in the process of jumping them over rivers in the woods, over roads, <laughs> into other cars a lot of damage happened and there's only like something like 17 original ones still in existence today wow well that's because they broke all of them exactly exactly they are very hard on their technology and they actually like repurposed a lot of them so you in the series you had 69s 68s and 70s they were all used but the most iconic ones the 69 and like one of the original ones that had like the had chrome trim around it that's how you know it's like I think that's like in the first five episodes they used that one specifically before they moved on to like, they're like, all right, we don't mean to spend money on the Chrome here. Right? We can, <laughs> we're going to wreck these cars. But the general leave, it is without a doubt, like one of the most iconic like film TV vehicles of all time. Like you, you know, when you see the general leave, the iconic horn, the Dixie horn, right? The orange paint job, the O one on the front on the doors that is. And then, of course, you can have a little bit of the problematic, like Confederate flag on the roof, but you know it was kind of problematic, as, like, as if Dixie Plain is yeah. enough. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. They weren't really, uh, they weren't really forward thinking back in the 1970s when they were making this TV series about you know some hey, some man. good old boys. It just means <laughs> Southern mean pride, okay? Heart. Southern pride, brother. The Confederacy will rise <laughs> again. <laughs> but man, was this a badass car? Just saying, the Duke boys at it again, running away from the law, moonshiners. They're kind of rebels. Yeah. I think that's probably why more, I don't know. I didn't watch the show, so I don't know how racist it was. The flag is racist enough, but like, you know, like I I think they probably put that flag on there because they thought they were rebels. Yeah, and you know, it, it definitely... A show that probably couldn't get made today. No. 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 Like at all, but... Iconic car. If you Super just iconic. see the car for what it is, it, as a car that has a long standing in the the film and entertainment industry, it is an iconic car. So iconic that they even made a 2006 movie, 2005 movie. Yep, Giant Knoxville, Sean William Scott. Yep, that Jessica Simpson. I had, and I enjoyed it. Uh, Willie Nelson's in that one too. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yeah, is yeah. <laughs> smoking. I had and I liked it. 
<laughs> Although, you know how iconic this car is? Is that Hallmark made Christmas tree ornaments of the General Lee. What? Yeah. That's Wait. how iconic this car is. Wow. Yeah. They don't make them anymore, obviously, because it's like, you know, Confederate imagery. Mm-hmm. But they did for a long time. They made yeah. Christmas ornaments. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I find that so... Well, I guess it makes sense. I could see that. You know what? I have a friend whose dad, he collects Confederate flags only if they have deer on them. And it's because he has deer on them. It's not even that he collects Confederate flags. He collects things with deer on them. And he happens to have a Confederate flag with a deer on it. I could see if he, you know, if that had a deer on it, you can get it. This would definitely be like one of those cars like... I would, if I could get like a stock, like 69 Charger, I would, that'd, be, that'd be a, like, I would enjoy the hell out of driving that. With or without the flag? Oh, without it. Oh, okay. By far, yeah. No, just checking. I want, I want just like, you know, one. Coward. You can, you can even paint it all. <laughs> Put the flag on it. You can even paint it all orange, but no, no nothing, on, no decals, no flags, no nothing. Just. Are you still going to keep the Dixie horn? That one might be. You kind of have to. You, it's yeah. pretty dope. It's, it is pretty satisfying. Man, I wonder if people would cancel you if you did put the flag on the front. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, easy. But it's, uh, but would you, would you, would you get canceled? My question is, okay, this is a different conversation about like, is it possible to avoid getting canceled depending on how you go about addressing the cancellation? You just drive it. Don't put it on social media. Yeah. Drive it around. Well, the thing is that like, is the generally at a, like, the car, is it, like, an icon in itself where people just understand, like, oh, that's just from a TV show. And it's not necessarily, like, anything else but, a, like, a car in a TV show. Like, is is that, that's, like, a whole other thing. It's, like, how people view that, you know? It's racist. Yeah. So I'm saying, like, or you know. Or, at the very least, treasonous. But is the show, is its depiction in the show tied to racism or treacherous activity on behalf of the folks who are driving the vehicle. I don't know. Have any of us watched the show that closely? I've only ever seen the 2006 movie. Same. Yeah, yeah and that's not a good measure for the no. actual show. That was more not. slapsticky than Dude, any. it was yeah. a huge show. How, let's, how long did that show run? Oh, probably like 10, 11 seasons, something like that. Uh, it was a while. They yeah. crashed a lot of cars. I mean, it crashed 325. <laughs> like, see, I have a hard time thinking seven seasons from 79 on... Let's see. It's a comedy. People's recollection of that car is going to be in more comedic situations than like problematic or like heavily scrutinized situations. I feel like the the reception around the car would probably be, you know, like you're going to have people, oh, that's some problematic Mm -hmm. imagery on that car. But also like, yo, classic (laughs) American show, classic American comedy. I just Googled this uh, from TV line. This is the headline of the article. Dukes of Hazard stars defend series General Lee amid Confederate flag controversy. "Quote: The car is innocent." End quote. <laughs> uh, it's true. The car is innocent. Well, and I'll, I would say also like, I think the General Lee in the car would be like, I could see it in like major like if you were to go to like I don't know like a like a film or like a car museum, I could see it being in a museum. You know. Like still today, and I, I, I don't know. Iconic. 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 I mean, when you look up pictures of it, it's funny because most of the pictures of the car, it is fucked up. 
<laughs> like it is destroyed. They ran those things into the ground. And isn't that kind of funny? Yeah. This car yeah. that has a Confederate flag on it is just absolute trash. Beat to hell. Much like the South that adopted that flag itself. And maybe that's just like symbolic, man. Yeah. Maybe like we're going to wreck the hell out of it. So let's put something on it. Yeah. You know, let me clarify. I'm in no way saying that Southerners or folks from the South are like not good people or that they're shitty because, you know, of their history. Like, no, no. Not, not saying that at all. Just saying, I think this car. I think this car has some legs. I think you could drive this around. You'd be safe. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you put a bumper sticker on the back that says some problematic shit, then you might be in for a world of hurt. Yeah, yeah. I oh. mean, the Confederate flag's on the roof. How many people are going to see it? It's not like it's on the hood or on the trunk. It's on. Uh, yeah. And how well, many semi truck drivers are really advocates like? You know what I'm saying? Well, and the interesting thing is that, like the way that they kind of morph the car over the seasons from what I've seen is like the original one like had not only has the flag on the roof, but on the on the trunk, like right below the rear view, the rear window. Oh. It had two little flags. One was a checkered flag and one was a Confederate flag, like on two poles that were kind of like crisscrossed. And then they also had a, well, no, it was just only one, but, but that, then they get rid of that. So, I don't know. It, it changed. This is also another one where it's like the car is iconic, but also it like slightly changes over the course of like its history. Almost like the character of the car evolves. Well, and when you think about TV cars and movies, like this, of all ones, like this one is without a doubt, like it is seen like as a character. Yeah. Like it, it's a central figure in all of the Dukes of Hazard like storylines. Like it is a core character. And it, but if like if it. You can't have the Dukes of Hazard without this car. Well, it certainly is an iconic car, man. Yeah, absolutely. In 2020, uh, I mean, obviously, we are in a pretty hot spot in 2020, right? The car is currently housed in uh, Volo Auto Museum in Crystal Lake in Illinois. And it got brought up to the museum director, Brian Grams. Grams? Yeah, Brian Grams in 2020 about whether they would remove the car from the museum he said quote we feel the car is a part of history and people love it it's a piece of history and it's in our museum several people have reached out with positive comments about us leaving it on display and we plan on keeping it on display moving into the future well, they, there are no plans to take it out yeah, it's different than a statue that was you know bought and paid for by the kkk or the daughters of the confederacy you know to like it's totally it's a different thing it's a mm -hmm. piece of pop culture well not yeah and, and that's the thing is like i don't think you can you you have to see it as like yes is the flag on there like hateful and it, it you know nasty and does it represent some terrible things absolutely but it at the same time like it is it's just yeah like you're saying it's part of pop culture and that was just in a TV show from what, 30, 40 years ago where they weren't having those kinds of conversations. And you know, it's an iconic TV car. Yeah. Also yeah. the show again is a freaking comedy. Yeah. Half the time they're trashing that damn car. Absolutely. So, yeah. mm -hmm. so okay. if you take it for what it is, a TV car, it's a pretty iconic TV car. Yeah. I like it, dude. I like it. I, I support your pick. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, my pick. My pick, my pick. I'm going to pick that classic James Bond car that everyone seems mm. to think is an old 60s Corvette, but it is not a nope. 60s Corvette. 
It's that Aston Martin DB5 from Goldfinger. I think that's like, what, 64? Uh, That's a good question. Here 63. 63. Yeah, there you go. From the third uh, James Bond film so with Sean sexy. Connery. Dude, that car is so sweet. The any Y'all, you're like... Aston Martin DB5, what what is that? It's the silver car, like the iconic silver car that you picture James Bond driving in. It's got, dude, this thing it's is so guns. clean. Holy smokes, it's so clean. It's got the spoke wheels. Mm. That could extend out and shred your, your enemy's car tires. It's got guns. It's got Ejector everything. seat. Is it also a submarine? I wouldn't be surprised. No, the submarine comes in... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, that's Thunder... What is it? Thunderball? Uh, no. Well, I don't know. He, I, had, he has a submarine car. I was just looking at it. I think that's one of the Roger Moore ones. Either way, this is a sexy, sexy. 76 is. is the submarine car mm-hmm. from The Spy Who Loved Me. No, no. We're, we're talking about the Aston Martin. I don't know, dude. Just so clean. That silver is clean. I like the... I love it when the, those old cars, when they have um, your rear view... Or, your side mirrors up front, mm-hmm. like up on the hood. Such a clean look. Do you think you can actually use those? Yeah, why they're, not? They're so far away, though. Yeah, you, well, I mean, you can't adjust them while you're driving, but yeah. you're not supposed to adjust mirrors while you're driving. But, like, you see out of them? This Hell is also yeah. pre-power steering, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yep. Oh. Nothing in this car is electric. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fair. The re- The... So Mercedes came out and made, wait, hold on. Not Mercedes, what am I saying? The Aston Martin company, they decided to make 25 recreations of the car. We'll talk more about like how much those cost later. But they came complete with the revolving license plates. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Dude, that's so dope. Well, and this, he, I love like the little Easter egg in like, uh, was it Skyfall? It comes back. Or like, so James Bond, sorry to spoil it for everybody, but... There have been several actors who have been James Bond. All right, it's just a natural <laughs> thing. There's been like five different James Bond. The original one, Sean Connery, and this was his car. All right, and in like Skyfall, which comes out in like what, 2015, 2016, 2014, yeah. somewhere right around there, Daniel Craig, right, he he has this car as like kind of like a collector's car, like in a, like a, like a storage shed, and then he drives it because his other car gets blown up. Like the modern <laughs> Aston Martin gets blown up. So he's like, oh, let's bring out this one. Dude, it still works. This car's top speed was 145 miles an hour. Mm. And it's like, yeah, like Aston Martin, they make race cars. Like this is a performance company. In the 60s, it had a eight second zero to 60 time. Eat your heart out, DeLorean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a gorgeous car, though. And they have all sorts of things like they make Lego sets of this car. Mm hmm. I just love the body shape. Like the headlights are super dope. They've even got, I'm looking at it now and it looks like, oh, the rims are cool. I love those. The rims that are like, I don't know how to describe it, but they're not like rims today. No, they're like spokes. Spokes, yeah. Yeah, spokes. Good. Okay, yeah. And then it looks like they have glass actually covering the area where the uh, headlight is. Which is kind of cool because it keeps the headlight nice and clean. You know, it keeps that smooth shape of the body so it's not interrupted by the headlight itself, which is pretty cool. No, it's just a badass car. Dude, it's so dope. Uh, 
the the front as they call them in the UK, the indicators, what we call blinkers, right? The indicators would come down and they had like gun barrels behind the blinkers. Mm-hmm. Dude, how gangster is that? Bulletproof windshield. Man. Dude. In 64, they brought it to the New York World's Fair and it was dubbed the most famous car in the world. <laughs> and then that caused the price, like, uh, car sales to like skyrocket. How much was this car? That I mean, Aston Martin's a luxury brand, so it's probably yeah, it was expensive. expensive. Oh, mm, I mean, I've got stuff on the original being auctioned and then remakes. We'll get into that later for halftime stats. Okay, real quick though, like what was the price of one back in 1963? Let's look it up. Let's go DB5. While you're doing that, they made a prototype shooting brake style, which in case y'all don't know what a shooting brake style car is, it's basically like um, a station wagon style. So they had a sexy, sexy station wagon shooting brake style prototype made of the DB5. And it looked as good as you think it would. It looked good. This thing had to have been expensive. There were only 1,059 units made. Oh, my God. Oh, man, and they were all handmade. Yep. Damn. This is like the English version of Ferrari. Like, everything's handcrafted. So you know it's good. Yep. The luxurious interiors resemble a fighter jet, (laughs) and the chassis has a long hood with enclosed headlights. Dude, wow. It's a sexy car. It's super sexy. I'm not finding anything on how much it cost back then, though. Let's see. They're pretty expensive nowadays. Holy shit. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yep. Yeah. You always always made me feel like, damn, I can't even imagine having that kind of money. It's like when I was in college, you'd have uh, international students who would like legitimately drive like modern day Aston Martins and like supercars around tiny little college farm towns. Dude, I remember, well, like when I went to school out in Auburn, the exchange students drove ridiculous and they would, nice cars. You, they ship them over, and it's like, oh my god, that's like a Nissan GTR. Oh my god, that's a that's an Aston Martin Vantage. Okay, I, I found the base price. Ooh, <clears throat> spill it. Twelve thousand eight hundred fifty dollars in nineteen sixty five. Uh, what's the inflation value of that? Let's see. Oh, dude, I literally just saw what you're saying. Yeah. So it's only twelve grand back in sixty five. Yeah. Yeah, and now the low retail price is six hundred and forty-five thousand. So, let's see. It's equivalent to about one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars today. <laughs> so, wow, bro! So only if you if you, you had to have money to buy these, yeah. and again, only a little over a thousand of them were made. So you and probably fact, had to be on a list. And the fact that they modified it, <laughs> they modified one of these like rare cars. For a movie series. Well, aren't James Bonds typically like, I mean, not only are they entertaining films, right? But typically just like a big car ad, you know, there's always a famous car in the James Bond film. And it's always a like high end car because everyone's going to go see it. So, you know, a few rich people are going to buy these vehicles, right? Although one thing that was uh, a little bit, 
troublesome was in the 90s. They got away from Aston Martins and they went to BMW with Pierce Brosnan, which just didn't feel right. James Bond does not drive a BMW. James mm-hmm. Bond drives an Aston Martin. That's right. British brands. BMWs break all the time anyway. Come on. BMWs suck. They're so <laughs> such a lame car. Not luxury enough. No. Okay, hey, gents, I'd say that was a Solid. pretty good first round. Good. Nice. It's uh, ad time. Ad mm. time, babies. Ad times, and we'll get back into that second round. Let's do this. Mount Draft more. It's that time of year once again, y'all. Howdy doody, it's truck month. Get your tailgate down to truck surplus for all your truck needs. We've got white trucks, gray trucks, black trucks, blue trucks, green trucks, red trucks, and yellow trucks. Need a small truck? We've got it. Or a big truck? You betcha. Rear wheel drive, front wheel drive, four wheel drive, all wheel drive. We've got all the trucks. Old trucks, new trucks, short trucks, tall trucks. Which trucks? Every trucks, cement trucks, dump trucks, garbage trucks, fire trucks, semi trucks, whole trucks, Tonka trucks, and tow trucks. We've got trucks for all ages and all genders. And just in time for the holidays, we've got monster trucks. Already got a truck? We've got trucks for people with trucks. Get down to Truck Surplus today and get our special second truck discount. 5% off your second truck purchase. And do you own a pair of trunks? Wear your trunks in for your next purchase and get our trunk truck discount worth up to 8% off your total at checkout. We've also got all your truck accessories. Feeling self-conscious about your masculinity? We've got you covered. Come pick up a pair of plastic balls for your hitch and feel like a real American again because it's truck month, baby. Get ready for a hot truck summer. 2022, we've got the truck for you. Poor credit? No worries. Past bankruptcies? Not a problem. Our loan officers are ready to wheel and deal. These trucks are hotter than Georgia asphalt, y'all. So come down to Truck Surplus and pick up your new truck or truck accessories today. Get your behinds down to Truck Surplus and you can get all your truck needs fulfilled. Proud sponsor of the show. We love having them. Let's get back into this jam. Round two. It is my pick yet again. And I feel like if we had a fourth person, would have gone in the first round for sure. But, you know, only three for this one. And I feel a little torn because it's like my childhood, that nostalgia bug wants me to go one direction. But I feel like icon-wise, I got to take the 66 Batmobile. Oh! Like Adam West? Adam West Batmobile. Yeah. Like, with the red accents on it, there has not been another Batmobile that adds a little hint of color in the mix. I mean, because Michael Keaton's Batman on, it's just black. Black, black yep. on black. And that was where I was a little torn, that 89 Batmobile. I had toys of that. It was super cool. Like that armor. Yeah. Dude, it's so, it looks like it has, I know it doesn't, but it looks like it's about to shoot a nuke right out the front of it. (laughs) It looks like it has like, yeah, like a submarine or like a, 
nuclear engine or something, you know? Yeah, it's freaking crazy. But that original Adam West Batmobile, it's a two-seater. Yeah, so, shout out Robin. You hop on in, bud. Yeah. Exactly. And it's super, like, that windshield. It's got the double bubble windshield mm-hmm. and the back with the, oh, mm-hmm. God, the sliding mm-hmm. back windshield. Oh, dude, that is, that's peak 60s cars. 60s cars. Yes. Killing it. I mean, this, this, this car is like Batman could not only drive this because it had like rocket power shooting out the back because, you know, he's a badass. He can go chase down the Joker or whoever. He could probably just go out and cruise in this too. Yeah. He could probably go pick up some chicks, you know? Why not, man? It's like, hey, check out my sweet ass Batmobile. You can hop in the second seat. Robin's not here. (laughs) Yeah. See, Batman actually had a Batmobile that he could pick a chick up in. Yeah. This is a practical car. I also love that the exhaust, at least I think this is what it is, is coming out like the top of the back. It's not coming out like the the very back. It's coming out the top of the back, which is kind of cool because it gives it a little truck vibe. Yeah. Trucks, baby. <laughs> truck surplus. You might be able to find this down there if it's close enough to a truck. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. also, it actually has a license plate. <laughs> I'm I'm just like happened upon a photo of it and it's like got a license plate on the back. That's so funny. Like I'm just imagining Batman going to the DMV to get this shit filed. Also love that it's a Lincoln. Like is it <laughs> yeah. is it really? It's a Lincoln. That's a that surprises me. Yeah. I felt like it would be a Ford. See, that's that's an interesting thing that you say you that it's a Lincoln. Yeah. Because they used a Ford Futura oh. as the concept car for it. Yeah. And that's one of the like rarest cars. Well, I'm seeing for Lincoln, collectors. Yeah, to find. Lincoln Futura, which is created by the Ford Motor Company. So yeah, maybe I'm just a little confused there, but Oh, Link so it's one of them. See, cars yeah. car companies do that shit where they've got the kind of like side car hustle. Yeah. It's under the umbrella, the Ford umbrella, Parent but company. it's its own. Yeah. Okay, so Lincoln is like the luxury version of Ford. Yeah. Like Acura is the luxury version of Honda. Lexus, Lexus is to Toyota. Toyota. Yeah. Okay, okay. See, we're learning here with yeah. you folks, people who are listening like, I knew that. Oh, my God. These chimps. Okay, so, okay. That Batmobile was based off the, the Lincoln Ford Futura, yeah. whatever, of what, 66? Was it 66, 65? Somewhere around that range. Well, the one that they used was a concept, so it's probably 65 or 64. So Yeah, not production yet. Yeah. The newer Ford Futura, uh, Falcon Futura, from, I think, 1993. Uh, definitely, like, okay, that original one, sexy. This one, what? Is, what's the first word that comes to your mind when you see that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a hatchback? <laughs> it's not even... Station wagon? It's like a, like a weird 90s station wagon. It kind of looks like the wagon version of my first car, Ford Taurus. Interesting. So before the Futura version came out, they used what? They used an Oldsmobile, Oldsmobile Rocket eighty eight. Oh yeah, baby! For Batman's car in nineteen sixty three, before they decided to go with the Futura version, which that that ver- I mean, but the white wall tires on it. Hooey! Looking at damn white wall tires, baby. Sexy. Damn. I mean, I do like some white. That's walls. like Batman Noir. I kind of like right? that version better. I don't, dude. No, that Futura windshield is so legit. It's so custom. It's so bubbly. 
What? Okay. How do you? What are the windshield wipers? How do those work? Oh, dude, they, there ain't no windshield wipers <laughs> for that shit. No way. <laughs> Batman. Where Batman's going, he don't need windshield wipers. He's in California. Back, no, he don't need that. Yeah. Oh, back in the sixties, it doesn't matter. Was he not in Gotham City? No, oh, he's out in like Orange County, California. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He he lit. Like, I think there's an episode with the Beach Boys. Oh my god. Like they're on a there's a swimming competition between Batman and the Joker back in that TV series. Yeah, man, I like I like that TV show. It's like slapstick in a good way. And Adam West told some crazy like crazy stories. Apparently, him and Robin would go have orgies with each other and like other people. Man, the Roaring Sixties baby, just getting it on. Love it, dude. When they made the Batmobile, it had like actual functioning props on it. Like real oil sprayers made from lawn sprinklers. Whoa. Dude, that's so gangster. Hell yeah. Driving my driving my Batmobile down to I five and I'm gonna drop some oil on you chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Just add to the chaos of driving on that highway. <laughs> oh, that's kind of Waligi like. Waligi. I actually got a penguin vibe. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That first, the first Batmobile, nineteen sixty six Ford Futura Batmobile Lego. Nice. Nice job. Uh, let's see here. I'm... Oh, did I mention that it was handcrafted? Oh, <laughs> there we go. Well, didn't it have to be if it was like kind of based on another car, but not another, right? Yeah. I mean, it was used. They used a like a prototype car. All right, well, hmm. with my next pick, I'm going to go with Ecto-1, the Ooh. Ectomobile from Ghostbusters. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So it was a 1959 Cadillac Miller Meteor Sentinel limo-style end-loader combination car. So think of it as like an ambulance stretch sedan. I don't even know the best way to describe this thing. Like, this, well, like old school ambulances were like this, actually. It was like a stretched-out sedan that had like uh, a rear door, not like a, like a, not a hatch, like a legit door that would open sideways. Practical. Right? Yeah. And so they took one of these and then they just tricked it all out with, they put slap Ghostbusters logo on it. They had a bunch of all their like gear on top and whatnot. Uh, apparently in the original movie. So they pay what? 4,800 bucks, which is the equivalent of about 12 grand nowadays for it. And, they basically say, well, we need a bunch of repairs. Um, but yeah, this is like a, a really iconic car. Like the Hot Wheels has done this one. Lego's done this one. It's made its way through all the Ghostbuster movies. Um, it just has that really kind of bubbly, iconic look to it. And it's just kind of goofy and it kind of fits the Ghostbusters. And this one, you, you see it, you know what it is. You're like, oh, that's a ghost. You might not know the name of it. But you're like, oh, that's a Ghostbusters car. Yeah. Like, I know immediately oh, yes. what that is. Yeah. You know? They use the same one in every movie. I think so. Yeah. Even they, the, like, newer one with the ladies. I think it makes a comeback in that. Yeah. I might be wrong on that. I think I've only I've, seen, I've seen that seen movie that. once, so I don't remember. It's so iconic, I feel like you can't change it. Although, maybe you could. I don't know. It might be better if they did, honestly. But, like, it's a very iconic vehicle. Right? It's even in the cartoon. Right? Yeah. I also love it. It's a Cadillac. Like, it just screams classy. Yeah. Feels like you're driving a boat, baby. <laughs> Pretty much. It is a boat of a car. It's huge. I wonder how much it weighs. Probably a metric shit ton, but 
In any case. Oh, that's funny. So I, it's the Ecto-1. Yeah. Ecto-1. So I was like, oh, if there's an Ecto-1, there has to be an Ecto-2. The Ecto-2 is legit like a helicopter car. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? What am I looking at here? Yeah, it says it was. Uh, appears in the films Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, the remake in 2016, and then they'll be in the new one, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Well, I mean, when you look at the Ectos that came after it, of course it's the best one. The yeah. second one's a freaking helicopter. The third one is like a modified... Okay, like really, it's a modified go-kart or a modified lawnmower. The Ecto-3 is an embarrassment. Ecto-1's where it's at. It's the, it's the OG. How many Ectos are there? Oh, my God. They have an Ecto-4. Oh, boy. Yeah, the Ecto-3, I don't know. Is this a connector set for Ecto-3? Ooh, that just, oh, that just made it go up the list. <laughs> Dude, I think it is. I don't know what else this could be. I mean, unless that's just what it looked like. Okay, actually, that might, it looks like a go-kart. Why? Yeah, see, it looks like a go-kart or a lawnmower. Uh, I guess I'm confused. Like, why did they down? What is the purpose of this? So they keep making Ectos. And after that first Ecto car, they just fuck up. <laughs> we got the Ecto helicopter, the Ecto lawnmower, the Ecto motorcycle. Ecto motorcycle is the Ecto five. Just so y'all know, the Ecto four is like some weird electric car. It looks like the electric BMW that we see BMW. Hey, oh, hey, Sorry to take you off on a tangent, Matt. Yeah, the Ecto-1. Yeah, that thing's iconic. Uh, yeah, it has uh, some Ghostbuster tech on it, too. They got GPS locator, high-intensity microfoams, and EMF scrubbers, muon scrubbers. There's a lot of cool stuff on that. It's funny that it's supposed to be like an ambulance car because yeah. it totally looks like a Hearst. It does. Well, that was kind of like the thing back in like the 60, 50s and 60s. All those those two types of cars look very similar to one another. Man, that the back of it is riding so low. I feel like oh, you yeah. can't you couldn't throw a casket in it. That thing would be scraping. I feel like this thing probably also doesn't have the highest rate of speed. Probably not. Probably not. No. It's a Cadillac, dude. It drives like a boat. It is. It's a land. <laughs> it boat. is a boat. <laughs> it's a land boat. Slow to get going, hard to stop. <laughs> And you know what What year is it? Is it a 60s car? It's a 59. Oh, so it's got some old drum brakes. Yep. That thing is hard to stop. Get them wheels a-squealing and then come to a nice slow halt because you ain't going to be stopping dramatically. Although, in the old movies, they used to whip that fucker around. Well, they put a lot of it. They put a lot of improvements on it. They did a lot of repairs. What kind of motor has it got in it? You know? Probably like a V6. Ecto-1 motor. Oh, it's got a big boy engine. The Ectomobile. Hmm. You can buy a $200 Lego set of it. Dude, $200? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep, Legos are expensive. But why? Uh, Because it's the... You, you know what? If you want less expensive Legos, you got to go with, what is it, Mega Blocks? Oh my god! Nobody wants those. <laughs> Nobody wants Mega Blocks. Their their little figures aren't even as fun. Although the Mega Blocks had some pretty cool like animals. Yeah, like they had like the cool wait sharks, right? Lego didn't have sharks. Now I'm confused. Lego sharks? No, Mega Blocks has some cool shit. I think they've got like the, the 
They've got Halo, Call of Duty. Um, yeah, they've got some cool. I don't know, but Star Wars. I mean, Lego has got Star Wars. That's true. That's true. But okay, so not only here's why it's expensive because not only are you paying for the Lego name, you're also paying for the Star Wars name. Because they have to pay all those licensing fees. Mm-hmm. Yep. And each Lego, I they have like a price per Lego that they do. I mean, Lego is the, you get what you pay for. It, it's a quality product. It is. <laughs> Here's why Mega Blocks are better than Legos. <laughs> the fact you got to say that means they're not. <laughs> Mega Blocks, their figures have articulated joints for a wider range of motion. I mean, that's pretty cool. That's their biggest advantage, it says. That's that is cool. cool. Yeah, when you have action figures, this is why action figures trended the way they did. You could have those old shitty G.I. Joe action figures where the whole arm moves bloop, bloop, bloop. and your whole leg moves. You got no waist movement. The heads don't move at all. Or you can like, you have elbows. You have knees. You have ankles where your feet can move. Oh, yeah. I don't know, That's man. what my Star Wars figurines are like. They fully articulate. Mega Block Star Wars guys? No, 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 no. I have uh I don't know the brand actually. Star Wars Black? I want to say it's like Hasbro. Star- yeah. Oh, and they're like tin thing. They're like big, heavy. No, 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 no. Like I don't little, have like, like little guys like that. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. like this big. They're yeah. pretty sizable though. You know, they're they're good chunkies. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? Well, my <laughs> talking about Ecto One. Ecto One. That's all you gotta say about Ecto One. On to you. Okay. Uh man, this is tough. Dude, Mega Blocks figures. Sorry, dude. Mega oh, no, Blocks no, no. figures look legit. Like, look at these little army guys. Dude, that's so cool. Dude, those are fucking gangster. All right, Mega Blocks. They See, are cool. Mega Blocks has some cool shit. Mega Blocks getting slept on out here. Okay, go for it, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Whoa. Okay, sorry, <laughs> bro. They got customizable weapons on Mega Blocks. That's dope. They were like, "Hey, Legos, we see your little." Plastic lightsaber, we up you actual customizable guns. That's pretty cool. Okay. Notice, though, Lego's not taking a hint on the competition, right? I mean, maybe Mega Blocks just has their market cornered, though. Like, you know. Maybe. 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 Okay. So, uh, the car I'm going with is is a personal favorite of mine. And I'm going to go with uh, the... Hold on. I lost it. Where'd it go? I'm sorry. Okay, the 1973 Ford Falcon GT from Mad Max. Um, oh. Dude, I love... Ever since I saw the Mad Max films... Now, I don't know a whole lot about cars or this car in particular, but I just know ever since i seen those films, like I fell in love with the way this car sounds. Holy shit. It roars. It's like a bunch of like pissed-off bees. Yeah. It's insane, man. And the way that it's depicted in the film... In the film the mythos behind the car is that it's like a specially made car for these interceptors in what is quickly becoming a post-apocalyptic situation. Have y'all seen Mad Max? Oh yeah. The original. Okay. So Ben like mad. So Max is a police officer and the world is still functioning, but some shit has gone down where like you've got roving gangs now and the police interceptors basically this is out in the, the middle of nowhere in Australia. So these guys have to have fast cars to get down the road in the middle of the desert to intercept basically crazy people. So in the new one, the new Mad Max, I guess it's not new anymore, but in Fury Road, mm-hmm. is it taking place in Australia too? Yeah, it's just like further in the future. 
what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So the, I did not know all of this shit was happening it's all in connected, Australia. Yeah. Dude, that's even further in the future into the post-apocalyptic scenario. It's when, like the wasteland has really taken over. But yeah, it's Australia. Yeah. That place is basically a wasteland as is. In the middle of Australia, yeah. But it's like even, it's just even worse at this point. Does it ever tell you what's happening in America at that time? It's just hinted that like shit has not gone well for the earth. Mm-hmm. And water is water's the resource. Water. Oh, so yeah. it's basically like foretelling our future. Yeah, basically. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, and it's super fun. And the like it's very car centric. Um all all the movies have like these weird modded out souped up mm-hmm. cars and like so dune buggies, the, all this stuff. The pursuit special, look at this. I mean, it's just a fucking powerhouse of a vehicle with the supercharged engine extending out of the hood. Yep. It was a badass. Oh yeah. It doesn't even have to look clean. Right, it it looks dirty for a reason because it has a dirty job to catch criminals, and uh, oh my god! And it the I love the headlights; they're square, super badass. The tires are like special stock rally tires. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, oh, then they do. Something god, it looks like suspension. a piece of shit. <laughs> It looks like such a piece of shit, but that motor is badass, dude. Oh, and then they do something with suspension where like. The rear is slightly higher than yeah, the front wheels. Definitely. So it's like just kind of like low to the ground, menacing like. Yes. It's funny that it's a Ford Falcon because Ford Falcons notoriously are ass. But wow, it looks pretty cool. So you have the image on your computer. Mm-hmm. Does it like what about this one? Does that one ever come up? Yeah, so I think that's in another movie then. Oh, this is the Fury Road one. And so that one... That one they destroy. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, (laughs) the tires on that thing are so beefy. Yep. This is like what you're talking about where the back is lifted. Yep. They definitely got... They definitely have a lift kit on the back of that car and the wheels stick out, almost like a Mario Kart car. Like they're sticking outside of the fender. Well, and they've clearly gotten rid of the glass, and now it's just like on the back, it's like armored plating oh, where the windshield goes in the back. Okay, okay, okay. I'm seeing these differences as you're picking up, as you're putting them down. So, as what's cool is, as the movies go along, the car clearly evolves to to well either get the shit beat out of it. Well, and same thing, with Max. Like, yeah, his, in the first movie, he's like wearing pretty standard issue, like police leather uniform. And then he adopts it. He puts like you know the, the tire rubber on over the course of the different movies. He changes the car changes. And even by the end of by well the most recent movie, Matt Max is really a shell of his former self, mm-hmm. and so is the car. It's basically just a shell at that point, albeit a completely badass shell. It still rips ass through the through. Uh, I well actually just the beginning of the film really right. Well, first but, half but the uh, the the the. The dudes with I'm forgetting their names with the uh, the war boys. The hell, the oh war yeah, boys, the war boys. They like fix it up and then they're driving it. That's right. And then he's like, "That's my car," <laughs> <laughs> and he wants to get his car back yeah. real bad. So Understandably, is, so. is his car yellow at first? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, yeah, it, because and it has lights on it because it, again, it was a sign of its times, right? The fuck, this is the same car. Standard issue. Yep. Looks pretty cool, right? Oh, it looks way better yellow. It's got all four lights, too. It reminds me of the old Mopar lights. Dude, you, we should do, we need to watch the Mad Max films. They're cool. They're good. No, Welcome no, I feel to like the I, Thunderdome. I feel like I have homework. 
<laughs> I need to watch this, but I'm not a big Mel Gibson dude. He's kind of. Eh. He's not very Mel Gibson-y in these this movies. Is pre, yeah, this is like this is Mel Gibson before Mel Gibson, really. <laughs> yeah, this before is, Lethal Weapon. This, this is, is just before, Mel. This is before Passion of the Christ. Oh right? my god! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really hard for me to like think about these two people as the same person. To be honest, yeah, with you. he looks so different. He just looks like a different fella, young handsome so man. He's better than a uh, Tom Hardy. No, Tom no, Hardy's no, no, was no. good. I think Tom Hart like. I think of them as the same. I don't know. They, like Tom Hardy just did a great adaptation. Do they play the same like kind of role in the film or They're the same Tom- person? Oh, really? They're, yeah. Yeah. Mad Max is be- kind of becoming like kind of like James Bond, where it's just like same same character, just different actors. Oh, see, for all you listeners out there who haven't seen this, like me, you're learning stuff. It's just like a continuation of the story. Though. Yeah. How many of them are there? Just two. No, no, no. I mean, oh, films. Yeah. Four? Yeah. Five? Because there's Mad Max, then... Beyond Thunder Road. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. And then Fury Road, right? Fury, oh, Fury Road. Yeah, my bad. So... Three? Yeah, four? Four? Three or four films? I think there's three of Mel Gibson. And then I yeah. think the Tom Hardy one was the fourth. Now, isn't Sharice Theron in the new one? Yes, she is. Is she a good guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a badass, too. She, oh, my God. Yeah, she, she breaks out a bunch of... Uh, like female prisoners. Mm-hmm. The next film is supposed to actually just center her character. Yeah, on Furiosa. Which would be badass because Furiosa fucking kicks ass. And her, what she drives, dude, this should be an iconic vehicle, but it's not iconic enough, I, I don't think. Um, she drives a a big rig, like yeah, an 18-wheeler. Like a tanker. Dude, that's dope. <laughs> Filled with, uh, is it gasoline and or water? It's filled with water. I think it's filled with water because I think it's like it's like an old milk tanker. Yeah. that they're using f- to transport water. It's fucking wild. That that rig was nuts. I mean, it had all sorts of contraptions on it. Dude, th- you you got to see this. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll have to watch it. It's, it's good. We'll check it out. Okay, we're running long in this second round, so let's get going to halftime so we can do some stat checks on these cars. Halftime, babies. <laughs> Look up some uh, some sweet stats, stat check on these first picks in the first and second round. I've got a stat for you right now. Go for it. For this uh, back to the Ashton Martin DB5. So, boop, 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 boop. August 2019, a DB5 sold for a record $1.7 million. And this wasn't even one that was used in the movies. Like, it was just a DB5. Just a standard DB5. That's crazy, dude. Wow. The, uh, let's see here. So, the Ecto-1 is worth, as of 2014, uh, about 294 grand. Okay, so let me shit on that real quick. Yeah. In 2010... <laughs> One of the DB5s used in the James Bond series sold for $4.6 million. Oh, yeah. The, the, wow. you, had the most, you had the most valuable car by far. Yeah. Oh, man. In 2019, a secondary, a second publicity car, so it was a DB5 that they only used for advertisement of the film. Wasn't even used in the film. That one sold for $6.4 million. 
think it's going to be hard to beat that. Dude, that is pretty hefty. My 1973 Ford Falcon worth $150,000 at auction now. Damn. So so you could buy the original generally Lee one, the very first one that they used like episode one, everything. So the professional golfer Bubba Watson bought it in 2012 for only 110 grand. Wow. I don't feel oh, like wow, that's dude. a lot. That's like, that's pretty cheap. And it was like only like 120 grand after like the buyer premium. So damn, that's a steal. You can buy it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that puts the, the Aston Martin in perspective. Like, so these it, movie cars are only worth like a couple hundred grand. In 2018, Aston Martin uh, made 25 replicas of the original car, and those 25 replicas sold for 3.5 million each. Wow! <sighs> Damn, that might be wow. I didn't know that it was going to be like That's that. Crazy. That's well, crazy. It definitely adds on. Like if you factor in, there's only what. A little over a thousand of them made, mm-hmm. and then you add in the legend behind with the James Bond icon iconography. There you go, man. Okay, so get this. Uh, I I think you could get a DeLorean pretty cheap now, but in 1980, you could buy an eighty-five thousand dollar twenty-four karat gold plated DeLorean. <laughs> what? Oh my <laughs> god! So like the time machine, but gold. Yeah. That's very that's very baller actually. Like I would want to see that. I think that beats out the stainless steel cookie sheet. Oh, most definitely. Probably would have sold more if they were all just gold plated. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Delorean got arrested because he was hustling. The really, whole, dude. The whole business was a was a fucking was a drug laundering scheme. Oh my god. Yeah, the FBI entrapped him in twenty four million dollar drug deal, a coke deal. Wow. And he was like laundering the money through his car business. Because <laughs> people were like, hey, wait a minute. Your car costs 25 grand and you aren't selling shit. How are you making all this money? Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the answer. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, those are some crazy stats. Those yeah. are some crazy stats. How do you like that short halftime? I love it. Yeah. Pretty concise. Short, sweet to the point. All right, y'all. This draft is running pretty long, so it looks like we'll be splitting this in two parts. Come back next week for the second half of this draft and see how we finish these teams off. I mean, these vehicle teams are going hard. They're just going to keep trending in that direction. No need to vote this week unless you still need to vote on a past draft. You can always do that at Instagram, search Mount Draftmore. You can also shoot us emails to mountdraftmore at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about the show or previous draft, uh, stories, support, maybe ideas for upcoming episodes. Whatever. When we get them, we'll read them. And of course, thanks as always for listening and for sharing the podcast. We appreciate you for real. You taking time to listen is amazing. Y'all are awesome. That's all from us here at Mount Draftmore. We'll see you here next week. Until then, be safe. Peace.